Hey, what's going on, everyone? This is Adam. So, it's really early in the morning. I've only been up a short time. And as of recording of this, the date is January 30th, 2023. Now, the reason I'm making this short recording and the reason you're hearing this is because our concert that we were, were supposed to be going to, to see Era, Rite of Sacrifice, and We Came as Romans on the Dark Bloom tour, um, it looks like, unfortunately, we're probably not going to be able to make the show because of some unexpected winter weather that has came in through our Metroplex, and there's going to be a lot of freezing rain, apparently, the day after this recording, which is on the 31st, the day the show is supposed to happen, and we're going to watch and see how it is through the rest of tonight leading into tomorrow but as of right now it doesn't look very hopeful so we're unfor- we unfortunately might have to miss the show and me, Taylor, and Amir all agreed that if the roads and stuff aren't going to be the best uh, we, we've decided that we're better off not going because our lives are not worth going to see a concert especially when the roads might be bad like they say they are but again we'll keep an eye out for it and we'll see what happens but I just wanted to give everyone a quick update on what was going on and it's really unexpected it's unfortunate and it sucks because we were all looking forward to seeing all three of them play it would have made another great episode of the podcast for the concert recordings but you know, sometimes, uh, sometimes shit happens, you know, so it is a bummer, but at the end of the day, we all agree that, you know, despite how bad it sucks, you know, it's not worth risk getting into an accident or possibly losing our lives out on, out there on the roads, but we'll see what happens, though, if there's any new fresh update, I'll let everyone know, so I want to thank you all for listening, and I hope you enjoy at least the rest of the episode where we listen to the to We Came as Romans' new latest album, Dark Bloom, which was really, really fun to, to do. And I hope you all enjoyed, and we'll see you all in season 15. Hey, what's going on, everyone? This is Adam. It is Amir. And welcome back to the show. We are in season 14 episode. This is going to be part of our finale, actually. Uh, there's going to be two two things we're going to be doing for our season 14 finale. Uh, as you all know, this finale is going to be about the we came the Dark Bloom tour for We Came as Romans. So the first part of this episode is going to be about listening us listening to dark bloom which is their latest album and then the other half of the episode which is going to be recorded next month as of the time of your hearing this it is december 22nd i believe or is it yeah december 22nd 2022 at the time you're hearing us record this part one is listening to this album dark bloom and part two which you'll hear about at the end of january of 2023 will be all of our concert experience seeing We Came as Romans, Era, and Brand of Sacrifice on the Dark Bloom Tour.
So this is consider this part one, and then part two will happen at the end of January. So there's ten tracks. We'll probably just split it up into two again, depending on how long each one of them is. They don't look that long, so hopefully we'll be okay. But we're going to start off with title track, and it's called Dark Bloom. That's blue when it's dark now. Yeah, straight into the title track. (laughs) Okay, so neither of us have heard this record, so we have no idea what to expect. I haven't heard a single. I haven't heard a teaser. Fast pace. It's been a long time since I've listened to this. Give him that. stars on this album in the track. I think it was Black Hole that features Caleb Schoen. I think that. Yeah, I don't think I've heard the song, but I, I think I remember seeing that he that he was featured on here. You know Beartooth's already got their next album ready to go? And they just released uh, Below last year. Apparently they already have their next one done. Yeah, that's bad. Not, not bad. 
The riffs killed in that song. They did. That, that riff was heavy. Okay. So we're going to move on to track number two. But I think now, after the events of what happened yesterday, I think we can finally make the announcement now. And I want to let you do the honors of doing it. Doing what? Of our, uh, of our show from March. So if everyone remembers um, from our previous episode, we we had a brief discussion about um, trying to decide on a show that we weren't going to say who it was because we wanted to have confirmation that it was going to happen first before we said anything about it. But now I'm going to let you make the announcement about it. So why don't you go ahead and go. In March, there's a tour that's coming to town near us. And we have seen this band before. damn good lineup. There's four bands. But the main one that I'm excited to see again is Spitful Ricking. And they're going to be performing alongside another metalcore giant, Northlane. Yes. What are the odds of Spitful Ricking and Northlane touring together near us? Like it, like... It's crazy, man, because like, you know, we think we couldn't we didn't think it would probably get much better from ever since when they played with August Burns Red and Era from December last year. You believe it's already been over a year since we've been to that show? No, no. <laughs> it doesn't even feel like it, does it? Because I remember everything that happened that night. Like, I remember every single thing. Like, it was still in the moment. But Fit for a King, North Lane, Alpha Wolf, and Kingdom of Giants who is another band that I knew I really need to get you into because I've listened to one or two of their records so far and they're pretty good I'll have to I don't know maybe that'll make another good little future episode listening to one of their albums because I think you'll I think you'll get into them but we are officially going on the Hell We Create US tour with Fit for a King and ironically we're the last stop on that list the last stop and how ironically you know that's where they're from yeah. pretty much so how ironic that we're the last on the list but I'm okay with that because I mean there's not really going to be any big rush you know after the show's over and everything but we're so excited about that and uh, we got confirmation for it as of like last night and we even got a we even got a buddy of ours joining us and we'll tell you who that is later on when we get closer to the show but that's going to make another great episode because we just we just listened to the hell we create back earlier this season, and we we and we, we fell it. in love with that record, man. It was so fucking great. And I remember saying like before, like if they tour for this album, we have to go see it. And it took a lot. It took a lot. It took us like a good two weeks because we had three uh, we had three shows that we that were all taking place around the same time that we were trying to figure out like what we had to sacrifice there was one that was kind of easy for us to sacrifice and it mainly because like you know you shouldn't go to a show if you don't like all the bands that are going to play like for you to get your money's worth you need to go you need to go to a show where you're going to love all the bands that are going to play and sometimes it's good to take risk because we did that with Lorna Shore remember with Lorna Shore, the only other band I'd ever heard... I'd heard of all the other bands, but I'd never listened to most of them. Like, I'd heard of Ingested. I'd heard of All of Sulphur. 
but I never listened to them much. So to get a firsthand experience of being able to listen to them live for the first time, that was a treat because all those bands were, they fucking blew us out of the water because of how good they sounded. And then of course, you know, Lorna Shore headline at the very end, I got some great audio from all those bands. I don't need to look forward to that. But, um, it's, it's amazing though, dude. And I'm, I'm so excited. And in the end, I think we made the right decision because while it does suck that, uh, you know, about August Burns Red and even getting the chance, missing out of the chance to see Theory and St. Asonia, which I think would have been two great bands, but if it wasn't for Skillet, because I don't care for Skillet, honestly. <laughs> like if they had toured with probably anybody else, I probably would have been on board with it. Yeah. Because Theory and St. Asonia are like, I would go just to see those two alone, but I want to get my money's worth for every band that I'm going to see, you know? I don't want to go and stay for like two thirds of the show and then leave whenever the headliners come on, you know? Yeah. So in the end, I think we made the good decision. And this is the one show where all we're going to get the most out of all the bands because while the August Burns Red show sounds really fucking good, there's only three bands. Yeah. And uh, Skillet, Theory, and San Antonio, they're only three bands. Whereas Fit for a King, they got four. And we checked all the prices for them, and they're the cheapest out of everybody. We got VIP balcony seats. Yeah. So, so we, we're getting the most for our money with this show. And it's at a decent enough time frame between between where that show's taking place in March and where Insomnium is taking place towards the end of April. So that gives us like just like a good enough time to recover from that show and then come back. And we still got a good month, over a good month. To get ready for that next show at the end of April, so so I think it worked out. I think it was the right choice for us to make. Absolutely. And then next concert probably won't be till maybe after summer. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna. We, I would, man, last time we went to Austin in the summer. Oh my god. Yeah, man, that's hell <laughs> That's why I'm glad we're going in January. Yeah. Because <laughs> we're not we're, we're not gonna go back to Austin again back in, in the middle of summer. Because next month it's it's still gonna be cold next month. So it's it's gonna be cold this time when we go back instead of in the summer. But um, after we see Insomnium in April, like we got we got shows for, uh, so we got this one in January. We got Fit for a King in March, which is a good two month gap. So that's that's good. Then you have a little over a month gap between that and Insomnium in April. After the Insomnium show, I don't think we're gonna do any more concerts probably until after the summer's over. I want to say maybe August or September at the Late bare minimum. August, early, yeah, yeah, like so. somewhere in there. If One so, thing I would really love to do. Or, yeah, it, it really just depends on like what what's going on around that time for releases and who's announcing tours and shit. But um, I don't know. Hopefully, we'll get some more shows here in Fort Worth instead of you know out there in Dallas and going to San Antonio and shit. Maybe uh, Varg. Be and Kanye West, maybe they'll do a collaboration <laughs> since they're both fucking Nazi lovers. <laughs> anyway, we, we, we'll, we'll come we'll come back to that after we fin- after we finish this because we need to get more into this album. But we're gonna move on to track number two. This is plagued. We'll split it up into two parts anyway, so I think we'll be okay. Yeah. We'll be fine. 
hear more of his range in this trap. Yeah. And they did exactly what Black Dahlia did. With uh, with them choosing not to replace not to replace their, their original clean vocalist and deciding to keep it in-house instead of bringing someone in from the outside. Good little mix up. Usually it's like a build up to it, but it just goes. Hit you with it. Yeah. So they put the synths that Kyle recorded into this album? Yes. Apparently, he, uh, Kyle, and their producer actually recorded them before his death. So it's almost like he's still there, even though he's not. It wasn't. It was. It was an accidental drug overdose. Didn't they find him? Wasn't he on the on the tour bus? God, I they found him. I cannot remember right now. Like, I'm gonna have to go back and read that. But either way, like, it has me thinking. Like, how would this album have sounded? Because obviously, he recorded stuff. So they had an intent to make a new album. But, but I guess the timing didn't work out very well. How would it have 
stands a chance. I mean, like, would they have to go on like the heavy routes and stuff like this? Maybe the sense are, are the sense that they added are like pretty interesting. Yeah. Anyway, let's go ahead and move on to track number three. This is black. This is the track that I was just talking about. This is this track is called Black Hole and it's featuring Caleb Shomo from Beartooth. All these tracks are really short. I just realized that. Well, they're not short. Short. They're just like like average length. That, 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 that throws me off. Yeah, that, that, that little section just kind of throws me off. Just a little bit. Great song, though. Yeah, that was, the, that was probably the catchiest song we've heard so far. Oh, yeah. Alright, so let's move on to track number four. This one's called Daggers. Thank you. 
that riff. Right? I think it is. Because right there, right there it says, uh, I used to, I used to be a fan, but after hearing this masterpiece, I'm a whole air conditioner. <laughs> what the fuck, man? Yeah, zero. I think uh, zero nine thirty six is uh, is another artist that actually popped up on my new releases too. Interesting. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We hear this track at the show. This is like a heavy ass hitter. I can imagine, I can see people moshing to this song. Awesome. I really hope we hear that at the show. Oh, that, that would be fucking cool. That's probably the, probably my favorite song so far. Just because that was the most heavy hitting and it had that badass breakdown. Alright, so uh, here we are at track number five, I believe. Yes. Let's see, so we're at one, two, three, four. Yeah, we're at track number five. This one's called Golden. Yeah. 
I'm actually kind of hoping we do, just to kind of see. Yeah. It's kind of unlikely, but I one can hope, I guess. Like, I want to hear, I want to hear, like, a memory fiction like, of this album. That song made me shed a tear, dude. That's why I love that song so much. Like, it was like the first two. Yeah, like, three, four, and then this one, like, it's, okay, it's like, Slow start and start to build up. We're halfway. Horrors is so damn catchy, dude. It's just like there was nothing special about them. Yeah, you know? like, where's the house going? The last three tracks have really brought me in. Even Black Hole with a weird edited vocals were. <laughs> you gotta admit, that shit was catchy. Oh, yeah. It was. Having Caleb on there was really cool, too. Man, I think Daggers was still like. Daggers knocked me out of the fucking park. Daggers was a heavy hitter. Shit! <laughs> Holy shit, man. Okay, so we got about another two minutes or so that we can uh, we can talk for just another quick minute about what we thought about this first half. So what do you think about it so far? So far, man, it's starting to pull me in. This album. Like like I said, the first two tracks were kind of kind of generic sounding, nothing too special about them. Daggers was a nice 
nice touch to it, man. Heavy hitting. I love the rap part in it. it actually suited That fit it. really well it somehow. It seemed forced, yeah. Yeah, like it, it just flowed right with it. Black Hole with the weird edited vocals, but it was nice to hear Caleb on the, you know, like, the chords were really catchy too. And then Golden, Golden really displayed his vocal range, man. I'm proud of, like, how far he's come. Oh, yeah. And dude, like, supposedly, you know, He's in a much better place now compared to where he, to where he was a couple of years ago. Yeah. Like he's finally gotten sober from alcohol and shit like that. And yeah. He's much happier now. He's not depressed, mm-hmm. and music is actually bringing him back to life again. They've already got their next album recorded. They're like ready. They're probably gonna drop it next year. I'm pretty sure. Hopefully so. But he's he's supposedly in a much better place now, and I'm fucking proud of him, dude. I'm happy for him. So shout out to you, Caleb Shomo. We look forward to seeing uh, what what you what you're gonna bring next to Beartooth next year. Okay, that's gonna do it for part one. We're gonna take a brief little intermission, and then we're gonna come straight back with part two, and we're gonna finish off the last half of this album. So everybody, stay tuned. And we'll be right back momentarily. Welcome back, everyone. Now we are officially moving on to part two of Dark Bloom. We are going to start off with track number six, and it's called One More Day. Uh, We just, literally before we ended part one, we gave our brief thoughts about it. And how the first first two tracks are a little bit slow and kind of generic sounding, but then it started pulling us in over the next three tracks. So we're we're eager to see where it goes next, and now we're going to start off part two with track number six and it's called one more day and it's the longest track on this album sitting at four and a half minutes I love the pauses. He's got great vocals, man. Yeah, I didn't expect it to be like that. Oh, 
it, man. That's like four in a row that they've given us already. And again, like the first few tracks weren't bad. Like that, that, it doesn't take away from the album. It's just like it didn't offer anything special, you know, like these tracks have. It is also freezing fucking cold right now. Outside. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and we're starting to get like little snow flurries, so we're really fucking cold in this area where we've been living in. not feel like four minutes. Oh, it's not even done yet. Still got like another minute. That's an interesting mix. Visualizer. taking us places now. It, it's, dude, it's, it's climbing up my ranking very fast. What are the likelihood of having four great songs back to back, back to back, back to back? Damn. Well, let's see if we can keep it going. Now we're going to move on to track number seven. This one's called Double Speak. It's about three and a half minutes long.
a little bit of an odd start, but I mean, I like how the vocals started off far away and then they came in. was definitely the most different from what we've heard. Yeah, for sure. flying through this album, man. Like, it's crazy. It's done a pretty damn good track, man. That and break, that plus that breakdown really shot it up. That, that breakdown toward the end <laughs> made this song. Holy dude. shit, man. Woo! These breakdowns are killing me, dude. Man. Alright. Let's move on to track number eight. This one's called The Anchor. Just right off the bat. I was expecting another heavy one to just based off of the freaking scroll in the thumbnail. Oh, man. 
Good track, man. It does. Oh yeah. I'm kind of getting those vibes a little bit, yeah. Back when they were good. The album like barely got a passing grade. Like you had to get a seventy or above to pass, and they got a seventy. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like literally. That sounds pretty good, man. I give it probably an eight out of ten. Oh, these breakdowns are just. That's that's a must. That's a must on the list. I'll probably be in it. I hope I hope they do another death wall. Like they did at Shadow of Intent. One of these days when we eventually start doing video, like video recordings and stuff too, along with audio, I want to be able to be able to um, to add the footage of what I capture at these shows for these episodes that we do for concerts to be able to show like everybody like what it's actually like. Gotta get like the people that aren't able to go, you know, an understanding of editing softwares and shit though yeah you need a computer for that though yeah you do <laughs> cause me I can, I can edit audio in here but that's probably about it when it comes to video and stuff like that no like I'm fucking clueless yeah I have no clue that's another reason why we haven't done it yet is because we're not quite that experienced with uh with computer shit no, like I'm from the I'm from like the, the early to mid 90s so I mean I understand like how it was back then, but I'm also currently invested in the way technology is today. But I'm not that techno savvy, you know. Yeah, I can't sit there and do like the fucking like drone footage and all the like, yeah. shit people be pulling out their ass nowadays. Like, I even though I ironically have a drone that's, <laughs> <laughs> I have op- I got that for Christmas like three, four years ago, and I haven't even opened it. If you go on, if I go on vacation or something, I'll take it with me and I'll fly it around because. It's got it's got a camera on there, so you can you can get camera footage on there and record. Like if anything, but I need I need to go to a good place to do it. If anything, like if I fuck up the video, I'd be like, fuck, and I gotta restart it over again. <laughs> like I can't. Or like you you say that in the video, and then like uh, 
when we're trying to edit it, we forget to edit that part out. <laughs> right. <laughs> I feel like I would do some shit like that, though. Because I'm really not that great. I mean, I'm okay with computers and stuff, but I'm not that great. I wouldn't call myself, like, a genius or shit like that. Or... If it isn't to write an essay, I pretty much fucking know nothing about yeah. computers. All I know is Microsoft Word. <laughs> That's it. Or the old, uh the old Microsoft computers like if you had to update it and shit and like the estimated wait time was like 55 years <laughs> I don't know if you remember that or not but that is the way that shit used to be with the old computers the only the only thing I know how to do on a computer is how to log into Microsoft Paint <laughs> I can't even fucking paint <laughs> dude I can barely draw a fucking stick figure to save my life I know right <laughs> Line's not even straight. It's like all fucking crooked. Yeah, I can't even draw a straight fucking line. I've hardly, I haven't used a pencil in ten years <laughs> since I got out of high school. Anyway, uh, we're getting off tracking. I don't know what the hell's going on. <laughs> we'll keep continuing. We're almost there. We're down to the last two tracks now, so we'll be okay. Now we're gonna move on to track number nine, and this one's called "Holding the Embers." Oh god, when I hear the word Ember, I think back to that Breaking Benjamin album. You barely fucking finished. <laughs> it took me like a year to actually listen to. But yeah, Holding the Embers, track number nine. Another decently late track. It's the last Holding one. It. The last long one. Ooh, that's well, That's what I was thinking. Yeah, right. <laughs> that, that, the left. We should listen to Amber on the show just to kind of, so I can kind of get some redemption from the first time I listened to it. Choruses, man. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say, man, I don't give a fuck about their older stuff. So like, oh, to plant a seed is their best work. And don't shoot it. This album is my favorite. that riff in the background? we decided to listen to it now because now that he's on board to come with us like, that's just another band he'll probably get into man. 
I really, because like, here's the thing. Listening to it is one thing, like I said earlier. But I really think that once he actually goes to see these groups play live, I think he'll have a much better perspective on what, what it is they do, you know? Daggers and this track, my two, my top two favorites. We were we weren't we weren't even planning on listening to this today. We were we were originally gonna wait until like the day we were gonna go to the show, but we listened to it now to kind of get a to get a head start. Mm. Great, man. Yep. Already? It didn't feel like it, did it? to the last track which is called Promise You one, one that, last video I think that last track it led into this one yeah, it might have yeah right there This is gonna be like a tribute track.
That's what it's all about right there, man. That's really what that's really what it's about. Tell like how close they all were. Holy shit, man! Dude, that was almost like a memory fiction, man. I almost, I almost cried. My eyes got watery. I'm just gonna admit it right now. I mean, there's just a whole bunch of. Dude, they're not just musicians, they're friends, man. Yeah. You can feel the love through those clips we've seen of just how all having a good ass time, you know? Music meant to them, <laughs> how much touring meant to them. And I think that's kind of what drove them not to quit the band, it's just because that, I mean, look at how happy they are. Yeah. <sighs> man. You can tell that was a personal album. I'll tell you, promise you, that was the most beautiful track on this whole album. That was, man, that was a that that was that was like a, that was another memory fiction, and I'm glad I was able to capture that moment because I'm not crying, but like my eyes are water, we're watering though. Man, like I could feel it. Just seeing those clips and it's like, man, that's what it's all about, man. Just that joy, the love, the metal community brings when people are at these shows, man. Everyone just in union like synchronized sing, singing and just being there supporting one another even in a mosh pit man you may think like oh mosh pits are violent but man like somebody goes down someone's there to pick you up you know cause we saw that too remember at the uh, remember at Shadow of Intent yeah where we saw that where um, there was a guy uh, one of the guys two, two, there's two, these two guys in the pit in the pit that were going around going crazy and then one of them ended up like ramming right right into one another, mm-hmm. right at right as the pit was ending, and then the guy mm-hmm. fell down, and then the guy that he ran into picked his ass up, and then they fucking embraced and hugged. Yeah, like it's that it's that those little fucking moments right there at these shows that that could just really bring life, you know, to the to the the bands we're seeing, the music we're listening to, 
Like it, it's it's a it's a camaraderie, man. It's like it's 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 amazing. And that's why that's why I love going to concerts, and I want to keep going to concerts, is because it's because of that right there. Because just think about it this way: every concert that we go to, we could wake up the next day, and their vocal, their someone from the band could be gone. Or the band could announce that they're they're disbanding, or the whole, God forbid this ever happens to anyone. But what if the what if the whole band gets like killed in like a plane crash or some shit? Yeah. Just things like that. Like we, we can we can never be prepared for those things, you know. So like looking back on all these groups, like when the day comes that like one of them disappears like forever, I can at least have the privilege to say that I got to hear them and I got to see them play. Before you know, before it ended, you know. Yeah. And I like having those memories from going to these shows and capturing all of these music experiences on this show and bringing it to everybody else in the world who even wants to listen to us. But I mean, I love music, man. Like music is like what keeps me going. Like it's just something special. I have a passion for it. I have music tattoos all all over me now. I'm planning on getting more as soon as I can find the extra time and the extra money. Yeah. But it's a great thing, man. Well, let's go ahead and wrap this up. So, uh, what'd you think of the album? Man, that was such a great fucking album. Man. That's a 9 out of 10 for me. Yeah, it, it went up for me. Yeah, it was a great That, that album was much better than I thought it was going to be. Holding the Embers, like, really, really got to me, too. Because that, that was a great-ass track. Obviously, I would love to hear any of these songs on that Dark Moon tour. I don't even know, like, if I had to pick a favorite, I don't even know if I could. Daggers, Holding the Embers, Promise You, One more day Black Hole. A great, a great one, too. Black one More Hole. Day was great as well. I mean, dude, they're all so great. Like I want to hear them all. Just like I want to hear this whole album, and then then they can they can play some of their older stuff. But I mean, yeah. I want to hear them all. Great fucking album. I'll push it up. To, I'll probably push it up to a nine because I was originally at an eight. But after the, after that last track, I'll tell you, like I'm gonna put it up to nine. But anyway, we're gonna go ahead and end it here. We want to thank you all for listening, and we hope you all enjoyed, and we'll see you all in the next episode.